It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. How are you? What's going on? We, we, we're on to hometowns. What's going on with you? What did you think? Uh, what, uh, how are you, first of all? I'm great. I'm having a little bit of Barbie FOMO. I didn't get my tickets really? in advance. Stupid, I know. Like I didn't get my tickets in advance, and then I tried to look up tickets, and everything's like front row. It's like, yeah, you can see the show if you sit right. in the front row of this massive and that's awful nobody wants yeah to if you hurt your row. neck for the next you know right. if you ruin your neck for the next 10 years of did your you life, see the yeah. movies either of them i haven't seen either of them i mean it's so interesting what a big event the both of them have become i know and, yeah and uh, i've been listening to like reviews about it and people say they you know both movies are are, are great i've heard great things about both but i think it's the tone differentiation that people are kind of joking on and having fun with i know i'm not like dying to see oppenheimer i'm very interested about like the story now there's like all these tiktoks about it talking about like you know there's um documentaries about it so i feel like i want to watch that before i see the movie so i have more context Mm -hmm. because right now i don't know anything about it sure i mean (laughs) yeah i don't know i I admittedly know very little about it, and that and that probably sounds pretty uh, ignorant to some people. I don't know, but I don't. I yeah. I I mean, yeah. Best- it's just it's gonna be a all I know is it's a heavy movie. You're talking heavy. about the atomic bomb, you know, like it's like it's gonna be heavy. And then you have this bright, glitzy, glammy Barbie movie that has been you know promoted for what feels like a year. Yeah, and. From the minute we heard it was being made, it was just something. And it also, you know, hits on nostalgia buttons in your brain. And then also, like, it has an aesthetic, which people seem to be getting into, which is kind of cool. I mean, you're going to have Barbie costumes for Halloween this year. Everybody is going to be Barbie and Ken. Like, get get ready for it. Right. Um, um, How about how about you? How's it going? I want to bring this up at the beginning because... (laughs) Uh, we have news. Jared has we news. Have news. I have news. I, I, I've, I've brought it up on other podcasts. You know, as as I, I as I'm as people know about me, I never shut the fuck up. Um, I do a lot of podcasting, but I've, I I want to make sure the bachelor audience gets to hear it. I'm going to be um, I'm going to have a Netflix special uh, stand up special. It's coming out on Netflix uh, August 15th. Um, I taped it. You know, back in December, we've been talking with them for months and months. And finally, it's, uh, you know, I made it with the intent of having it, you know, be somewhere and being able to be seen. And Netflix came along, was like, let's do it August 15th. So this is happening. I'm very excited. And it's because of, you know, the listeners here and all the people that have been so supportive of, uh, you know, everything that I do. It all matters. So I want to thank everyone who listens and uh, isn't, you know, loves this podcast because I was just in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm. You know, I had people at the show, they're like, I just know you for Bachelor stuff. Oh, this was so much fun. Like, they didn't even know that I do stand-up. <laughs> you know, like... They thought you were like, Pilot Pete getting up there just like... Right. <laughs> just, so I saw Pilot Pete. He was at the Comedy Cellar. Like, Shut so I've been, doing sta- I've been doing stand-up for 13 years. Um, this is a huge dream come true. Uh, the special is, to me, it has Bachelor material. 
Um, and it, I, I love, I, I'm happy to put it out there. It's called 37 and single. Um, and if you are dating, have dated in a relationship, out of a relationship, if you've gone through breakups, if you've broken up or been broken up with, if you've been to a gender reveal party, if you've, um, if you're a late night eater, if you have body issues, it's all on there. And if you like the bachelor, there is bachelor material. So, uh, it, which is cool because like the only other person I've seen do bachelor stand up is Jim Jeffries and he kind of just ran over the topic. It wasn't really like a knowing part of the show. Like I, uh, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm, you have the details, yeah, right. you have the context, the whole thing, man, I'm beaming right. about this. I have Thank been like, I've known about it for a week. You guys, I'm so, so, so excited. Cannot wait to watch it. Also yeah. 37 and single. I'm almost there. Right, you're there. <laughs> so, if, if, yeah, if you're annoyed at being single, no matter what your age is, I think I'm going to speak from, uh, you know, you, you're going to relate, highly relatable for that group. But just anyone, you know, like I, I you mm -hmm. know, I'm a I'm a broad comic. I, I don't shy away from that. I'm, I, I love relating to the audience. I am more, you know, every comedy club I've ever gone to, like. You know, the, the, the security like looks at me and they're like, ticket. And then they're like, oh, it's Jared. Like, I look like someone <laughs> who'd be at the show more than someone who go on stage. So I which is hilarious and fun. But um, yeah. And so I've been doing stand up every night, you know, like so. And you're working towards chipping away at an act that mm -hmm. you can put out as a special. And then I'm going to be doing theaters coming up. And this was I planned the theater stuff before Netflix came along, you know, said yes. So. I've always, you know, been trying to take chances and trying to like, you know, I made the special. I paid for the whole thing, you know, so and Betches came in and co-produced. So it's going to be on Betches platform. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to be putting out the, the clips and stuff to try and get more people to find this podcast. Like, you know, like so much yeah. of it is about, you know, we want more people to listen here. We want more people to like enjoy The Bachelor and reality TV world with us. So it all kind of connects and then so i'm at the comedy cellar the other night and pilot yeah, i pete, need to know about this so, pilot pete thing I, we talked so, about it last week right where he and, was and, supposed to be doing a stand-up or something we didn't really know exactly right. he did stand up in long beach and in new york city and here's the thing i i'm very protective of the stand-up world i care about the community very much so like you know i i i take and and stand up is something that gets co-opted. You know, people mm -hmm. kind of drop in if they can sell tickets. They'll be like, oh, I can do that because everyone thinks they can do it until they get on stage. You know, like, I literally I could never. There's no well, there's no never. I, say, I think I say everyone. I mean, men, you know, like, I, <laughs> I, like yeah. and I'm not above the ego of a man. I'm not saying I'm above it. But like, I think like, did you see that thing where people where women were sending their like they were texting their boyfriends um, whether they could land a plane or not if they were need needed. No, but I feel like this, this is very important for me to see. Right. This is a very K-York City yeah, postable yeah, yeah. item. I feel like I'd see this on your stories. <laughs> it was like women sending their boyfriends whether they think they could land a plane if the pilot passed out. And it was like all these, I, I don't know, if I, maybe it didn't go as wide as I thought it did. Or maybe I'm, I'm, I'm like, maybe it was a fever dream. But I'm like, all these men just being like, yeah, I mean, I've, they were like, totally sure. Yeah, I'll lay on the plane. The confidence and it was just like, of a man is unmatched. <laughs> it should tell you everything when it comes to dating, when it comes to everything. You're like, what? <laughs> like, I don't you even, I don't even want to sit in the exit row, let alone right. land a plane. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Who can land the plane? Um, I'm in the back. I can't even move the cart to give nah. out Biscoffs. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> so, um, you know, I think men do that with stand up as well and comedy. Like they are the, especially because I have a, you know, the audience that follows us here is mostly mm-hmm. female. So I have a lot of women that come to my shows and they'll bring a boyfriend who's like, who the fuck is this? You know? So, when I see Pilot Pete doing stand-up or claiming to do stand-up, I get into what I call FTG mode, fuck that guy mode, where yeah. I'm like, fuck him, fuck him. you know. And then he comes to this, and my friend was the one like helping him put together the show and to do the show. So I'm at the cellar, and I just did a spot, and then I come upstairs, and there's the friend who put together the show, and I'm like, how was it? And he's like, he did pretty good. And then I go, uh, I was like mad. He did pretty yeah, good. Like, you know, oh. like, <laughs> well, fuck, you know what? Fuck and that guy <laughs> for saying fuck that guy again. <laughs> right. Right. Fuck my friend. Fuck everyone. I'm mad at the crowd, yeah. you know, like for even laughing at a word. So then because it takes a lot of work and practice to be good at stand up. But yes, then he goes. He And then my friend goes, he's right there and he's right behind me. And then I was like, he and I go, he was really good. And he goes, no, he did a fine job. He was like, he he got, he definitely did a good job. And again, it's he goes, and then my friend was like, yeah, he kind of sees it as like a bucket list item for him to do. And I'm like, oh, that like put away my yeah. ego male shit. Where I was like, oh, that's nice. I get that perspective. He's not trying then, to make a career out of this like shift from right and, and question mark to <laughs> stand up. Like and also he's not being like I I do when I so I go up to Pete and I introduce myself and he like knew me he's like you're the guy oh my god I've never seen your face like he said that and then he was uh-huh. like um and then I'm like talking to him about it and he was really nice and oh so you've never this was your first time meeting him we never met never met oh, yeah and, okay okay and I made fun of him for a full season and and then some you know yeah. and made fun of him like like we do here we joke around with him and I yes. said to him I was like what's the stand and he. You know, the minute you talk to someone, the minute all your like stupid shit in your brain goes away, you're like, oh, he's he's a nice guy. He, I know. And he was like, I want. It's so annoying. I was <laughs> like, so I, I like him. Damn it! I wish <laughs> yeah. this dude sucked because. <laughs> right, and I go, I go, dude, I got to do the thing I did because his mom was a big part of that season. Oh, and I said Barb. to him, I defend Barb, and I defended his mom that season because she got a lot of shit. But I was like, it's a mother of two boys. She, you know, she was very protective in a very mother of two boys way. And he was like, he goes, yep, Cuban moms. Like, and I forgot that they were Cuban. Like, I forgot that was a part of his story. And then I go, and then I go, I got to do the impression I did of your mom. I got to tape it. Because I spent the whole season imitating her on the commercial going, bring her back to us, Peter. (laughs) And he did it with me. And it was really funny. Like, Yeah. Posted on stories. I'm oh, going, bring her. It was great. It was, and he was so nice. And then he did another show and I invited him to, you know, whatever, like, you know, and, and again, the, the thing with stand-up, like it takes a lot of practice. It's a lot of like going mm-hmm. into bars when it's just for, you're doing a show for three other comics and it's miserable. And like, yeah, you, if you're a pilot Pete, you do get to skip that stuff. Mm-hmm. You do get to say, I'm in Long Beach. I'll try it. And people show up because they're like, oh. let's see whatever the fuck he does you know so if he was out here in la i would absolutely be at that show being like <laughs> right sitting front row arms crossed like go ahead no but we'll i have what... met him before long Couldn't time ago nice. at yeah. like uh gov it was a governor's ball maybe like two years ago we were mm-hmm. at the festival and i knew a bunch of people and we all met up but he was like in our group and i was like 
can I buy you a drink? I feel like I owe you one. <laughs> I was like, I'm not to make this awkward, but I feel like we need to get it out, get it out here, just get it over with and be done. Right. And, and I, it was all good. He was super cool. Super cool. And I actually, you know, not to like jump us into this episode, but I did think a lot about him on this episode. And I did think of the differences that we give, like the leeway we give to men that are on The Bachelor, that we, the the, the leeway that we don't give to men on The Bachelor, that we give to the women. Mm -hmm. Because tonight's episode was such an example of like, you know, charity, who's like, you can see dealing with having to cut people loose. And you're watching this episode. I, I don't know if you thought this, but I was like, you know, these episodes, these later in the season episodes kind of start to show you what your deeper dating issues are. Like I was like, cause I'm, listen, I have deeper, I'm th- again, my special is called 37 and single. Yeah. I've got some deeper dating issues. Like Same. I have my own things. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you would admittedly Literally. say you have your own deeper dating issues. Like charity you know it becomes apparent and she even says this later in the episode and we'll get to it is like she makes a comment about like having to like and make a decision on people yeah and how she's had trouble with that in the past and it's like sometimes when it's the men we go well you'll make a decision you know choose her you know like mm-hmm. and with her we're like give her her time she's trying to find the right one and it's like the answer is obviously somewhere in the middle, but it was interesting. I don't know if you had that kind of takeaway. Yeah, no, I mean, like, no, I agree. I think she's it's this is definitely much harder for her to make these decisions than we've seen with past leads in the mm. in this type of role. And I mean, I can see how it could be hard but at the same time. I know who she's sending home. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I have had. I'm predicting these before the episodes even go. Like we're only on episode five, which is crazy, insane. But, um, you know, when she takes Tanner and uh, Sean on the two on one date, I was like, well, either both of them are going home or like it's going to be like I knew who was going home. Like I know who's going home. It was it was and it kind of annoyed me. I was like, and again, I know you. You need four men for hometowns. Fine. And but then even at the end, she says to Xavier, I don't need to give out this road, this rose. And it's like, OK, then what the fuck are you doing? You right. know, like, I, I are you going to go meet this person's parents when you're having you're even saying these things to someone mm-hmm. when someone else you're like, can't wait to like up, up and onward, you know? So, yeah, I, I kind of had a moment where I was like charity you know like i kind of eye rolled charity a little bit this episode as much as you know she's a very lovely and nice and and has been a fun bachelorette calling all my wedding honeys support for today's episode comes from honey love whether you're a bride a wedding guest or simply seeking everyday smoothing honey love is your go-to for all things shapewear Honeylove has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor.
Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Let's get into it, you know? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so six men remain, and yet I'm still asking, who is that every time Tanner comes on the screen? We're gearing up for hometowns, and shit is getting real. Right. I had the same thing with Xavier. I kind of do that with him, too. I I, 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 I called him Michael in the beginning by accident. And I didn't even know who Michael was. I, You know, I didn't know who Michael was. You know, and Tanner's the same way. last week. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner kind of like blends in a little bit like he hasn't I'm surprised he's made it this far that's what I'm confused he, he seems like a nice he does seem uh, I don't. you know he kind of pops off the screen as like nice guy also tall he's got some height yeah um he also like yeah I could I it's confusing but also charity's kind of added to that confusion because even now so I'll give my name for the date I or for the episode I called mm-hmm. it speed dating. Great. Cuz it was just it felt like we, first of all we had the most dates I think we've ever had on this show on There's one a lot episode. of a lot of dates this episode. Right. <laughs> so many dates and it's like I guess they just kept having dates cuz they're like we got to have some decisions made. Like do mm-hmm. something. Get rid of some people. Yeah. Even what though, did you call the episode? I, I, I oh, called it I called it two on none. Um mm-hmm. First of all, we haven't had a two-on-one in a very, very long time. Right. And and they do two-on-ones. And sometimes it's like, again, the reason they had a bunch of dates on this episode, in my opinion, and the reason to do a two-on-one is like, 
I, you know, the the powers that be have to make something happen. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's almost like they're trying to, you know, get the, you know, the, um, the, the test case. You know, when I call it a Petri dish, the show, a Petri oh, dish, yeah. it's like you're trying, you're trying to add in a little bit of, you know, a, an X factor to make the water boil, you know, <laughs> like well, let's know. see some cause and effect here. That's kind of, so when you do the two on one, it's like more, I, to me, that's more the, the puppeteer yes. being like, come on, we got to move this along, people. This one kind of, this one, this two-on-one really missed for me. First of all, we truly have not had a two-on-one in multiple seasons. We have not right. seen a two-on-one. I don't know why they're not doing them, but we're they're not doing them. But they're usually two people who are do not like each other or have right. like beef of some sort. So it's really intense. And there's this like competition factor. Like this would be great for like an Aaron B and Brayden, like putting mm-hmm. them on mm-hmm. a two on one, like Tanner and Sean. I was like, I don't, I don't understand the, she's like, which white guy do I keep? Like, I, right. <laughs> I can only keep one. Right. And then we didn't did send it. either of them home. She kept both right. of them. I thought she was not going to give out the rose and send them both home. That's what I thought at first. I didn't know they were going back to the house. Which to me at that point, you go, what are we doing? What You know, like I I actually was like, and it did feel like the only one who played along with Sean. Like that's where I was like, Tanner does seem like a good guy because Tanner was like, yeah, Sean's really going to make this into a competition. Right. You know, like Sean wants to win this. He kept saying that during the course of the date. And Tanner, you know, I'm, I, I guess I'm more like Tanner where it's like, you know, I'm not looking to like, especially in dating, like I wouldn't be turned on by the idea of like, oh, it's me versus him. Like, I'd just be like, choose or don't choose. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be competing. Be, I don't need to hurt my own feelings here. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, before we get there, they're all sitting out. Um, we start the show where they're sitting. I've actually sat at the, the Cafe Beignet where they were sitting. I sat there. I literally sat in those same exact spots. I've filmed instagram stories from that same exact spot they're all having orange juices for some reason i don't know if they were screwdrivers i feel like it's a a mimosa it was the worst made mimosa i've ever seen if it was a mimosa the ratio the ratio that that is not my mimosa i am that is not my president that is not my mimosa that is not no, no 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 i do not uh this podcast does not you know, it does, it does not, not stand that. for the does not support for those mimosas. But then I was like, maybe there's screwdrivers, which but it just was weird. Ew. They're all cheersing OJ like it was like, yeah, they weren't in mimosa glasses. So, no, you know? they were in cocktail glasses. So uh, that's why I thought maybe. So you're right. They were maybe they were like but, a screwdriver. But even those screwdrivers, I was like, what is going? It, it was just like, yeah, I'll have some orange juices with the boys. Like it was like <laughs> it, it. they did. Their look in New Orleans, I have to say, they're, I, I love New Orleans as a set piece for this show. Been. I think it's, oh, you've never been? I've never been, no. I, I was mean, supposed to go in, in May 2020, but obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, the world is being deprived of a K-York City I feel like New that's Orleans my place. weekend on Instagram stories. I mean, you you would Instagram stories would light up. Uh, who would not want to watch that? All right, oh if my anybody's God, there... I'm, you I'm should go for, host me. You, Kay, you need a girls weekend in New Orleans. I don't know how know, you haven't done I this. I think we do. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, well, here's the thing about New Orleans. Those dudes, the, the, the six guys walking through there looked like 
every group of like, you know, douchey dudes who ever visited New Orleans to have a douchey time. Like no one had ever looked more like we're going to do bourbon. Yeah. We're going to do Frenchman Street. We're going to go get some ladies. You know, like they just looked the part. Oh, yeah. They blended. I feel I haven't even, I haven't been there, but they look correct in the space. They're like, if anybody's going to stick out, it's them. And it's like they are going to have the exact time, you know, they're going to have. Uh, exactly. And they were sitting in this one spot that I'll, I, I literally sat in that spot. And, you know, Charity comes over and is like, has an OJ with them, uh, I guess. And then they're like, OK, uh, a horse and carriage comes up and. It's her and Joey on a one-on-one. What see when she? What did you think when she chose Joey for a one-on-one? I, I couldn't help but to think of Tanner and Sean who have not had a one-on-one yet, and to me right. that was kind of like, all right, guys, other guys are getting one-on-ones, and like they're on their second round or something of one-on-ones, and you're right. still not getting picked, like. At that point, I would be annoyed. And Tanner finally and actually said something in his mm. like in the moment interview is like, you know, I feel like I've just been sort of overlooked. And and he doesn't really talk about like nobody's paying attention to me, but he brought it up this time. And I would have, too. I really thought she should have picked one of those other two guys. Well, I, I totally. And it is interesting the way you put it. I didn't think of it that way. It's like, oh, this is the second round. Like. They're already in a different place. They're already at like another stop on the bus route. Yeah. You know, like, and these guys are still waiting at the first stop. And it's like, I I agree with you. Like, I and I agree with Tanner. Like, I would go, are we going to figure this out or not? You know, like, I, right. I, 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 and it, honestly, like, it, considering how many dates they had on this episode, like, are you looking to figure this out with, Tanner and Sean you know and I know this this show is like the sh- you have to do the show you have to mm-hmm. do the show but like in that sense like charity are you doing the show like I know you can only send them so many people each episode and you're trying to find you know because I guess to me the way this episode went it was charity being like I'm trying to figure out which of these two guys I want to marry not which of these six guys Oh, yeah. I mean, I think because, yeah. She's made the she's essentially which, made the decision. Which is good for her and all of us would do the same for ourselves. We're all motivated. You know, charity's motivations aren't for ABC and the Bachelor mm-hmm. and the Bachelorette. Like her motivations are for charity, which rightfully yeah. so. So, you know, I I guess from that perspective it's tough to blame her. You know, she's like I like, you know, Dutton and and Joey. Like she's basically saying that I was thinking the same thing. Those are the two the two guys that right. I feel like her thing. And I think the two on one that we had with Sean and Tanner was truly just to like throw him a bone. But even at that point, send one home, like just do it, you know, like you go charity. Why even if you're going to if you have to do the game in addition to like if the contract says. You're here to find a husband, but also you have to do this show to find him. Mm-hmm. Okay, then do your one-on-one with Joey. The one-on-one with Joey was fantastic. New Orleans makes it jump off the screen. 
They walk around the city. They did seem like it was just two people getting to know each other. They they go to the tarot ca- card reader. We don't even get like fun moments with the tarot card reader. Like there wasn't no. even like a moment to remember other than them sitting down and talking about like dating interracially and like being mm-hmm. an interracial couple, which, you know, it seemed as though Joey did a you know good job talking about that. I don't know. How do you feel, Kay? Yeah, I mean, I think I that was a, I'm I'm glad she talked about that because I mean, and you you can see how far Joey is in this situation because mm-hmm. you're not going to bring up something like that, something that's so personal, something that like is a real thing. It's like, okay, if I'm taking you home to meet my parents, like right. we need to talk about. So you can see their relationship that has really moved forward. And I think he did a great job of being like, you know, I want to learn and I want to understand because I can't experience like I have never been in this situation before, but He's like, I know this isn't going to be a problem with my parents, et cetera. I mean, her reaction to it was so positive that Mm -hmm. um, it was a really good feeling. And it makes you like Joey even more. Um, Right. So let's I'm excited to see what how the hometowns go and if he can live up to those, you know, expectations that he's created. And Joey said he's never dated a black woman like even like the you know, the admission of that is like. You know, you have to say that, you know, like mm-hmm. you have to say, I don't know what it's going to be like. And then right. she talked about a past relationship and explained like the, you know, the ignorance, which it sounded like someone who's like she was. It sounded to me like she was dating someone being like that that kind of just wouldn't admit that this was going to be difficult or different. Yeah, not difficult or different. And also like um, there's a lot of like different things with, um, you know, black women in general, like. I wear a bonnet to sleep every night. Like, you're going to see me Mm. (laughs) in a bonnet. Like, it's a whole different type of experience that um, you don't necessarily get when you're always dating the same race, etc. But I think um, I'm very excited to see how that goes. And it does make me feel really good about their relationship and how far it has come because she's not having those conversations with Tanner and Sean. Again, like, what are we doing? Well, that's the thing. They go back to the tan- to go back to the Tanner and Sean thing. Like, what you're saying is so true because it's like again, they're at a different bus stop. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if we want to like to use the metaphor, it's like yeah, they're behind. They there's no way they could catch up to that conversation. No, a week before meeting parents, like it's it's kind of crazy to even want them to. You know, like they gotta they gotta talk about you know they they gotta figure out other things first. You know I'm confused on like what they what she even knows about these two guys. Like I don't even feel like I know anything right. about these two guys. Right. I and then we go back to the house and Dutton gets another one on one. So now we're on Joey and Dutton get their one on ones and it's like, yeah, she's now you know, it's the difference between if you're dating someone and you're like six months in with them and you're still on the apps. Mm-hmm. Like you would need someone on the apps. Like, it's not even worth being on the apps anymore. No. You know, if you're like six months in of like, we've gone on a few dates, but it's not like regular. You know, that kind of like that weird in between with someone where you're like, it, and you kind of go, what am I doing here? You open it up, but like less than you did when you were really single. Mm-hmm. You know, and you go, yes. and you would need someone on the apps. Like, to me, Sean and Tanner are like two guys that she's like, Oh, I've been kind of talking to these guys on Tinder, but I also am like moving forward with these other real things. Like they can't say any what are, 
what is the magic, you know, password that they could ever say to get you to go, oh, wait a oh, minute. Oh, yeah, let's you know? bring these guys out. No, if they if she liked them, she would have known already and would have, like, right. taken it to that next step. But I don't, I think, so, but we also can't skip these, like, we're already so far in, or, like, I right. mean, no, and so far in, but in so few episodes, mm-hmm. it's like, we have to extend it somehow. Right. At this well, point. that was the thing. The Dutton date was good, but like also not as memorable. Like, you know, their conversation was nice. It, I mean, oh, also Joey and Dutton both say they're falling in love with her. So those are like important steps. And she's like having happy tears with both of them. She, but th- what did you think of the run date? Because I do think this is something for us to talk about. If a guy came to you and was like, hey, Kay. Um, I've been having so much fun with you. Let's say, because this is a, the date they had was a very like, we're on our first trip together date. Yes. Yeah, like, like, let's yeah, do like a, a 5K run where we write, we have a beer and an oyster at every stop in between. What, what did you think of this date? I mean, the idea of it is fun. Like, it's very, you're, you're going right. to learn a lot about someone on mm-hmm. a 5K run. Um, but I don't even want to go hiking. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. And you're run. an LA girly, right? And I and I. So the thought of running a. I don't think I've ever ran a five k. I mean, actually, I know I've never run a five k. I'm not a runner. I have low. I'm iron. not a runner. <laughs> I'm anemic. <laughs> I'm not running five k's. <laughs> right. I not not a single k. Not a two. Yeah. No, the, there's only one k. K York City. The right. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a, right there's a beer crawl like that would be so fun like we could go right. to a different bar maybe there's like an activity that you do at each where it's not just drinking but like but the running the costume right I don't I don't think anyone would look at me and go oh that's a runner looking at me but I <laughs> I will say I'm I, and again I've done a 5k in my lifetime. Um, I don't do them. I've done them before. I've done one before. It is not as long as you would assume. Like you hear 5K, you're like, is that like a million? You're like, you don't know what it is. Yeah. If you're not a runner, you're just like a little bit ignorant to it. I do think, and this is going to be a surprise. This is, I surprised myself. I watched this date and I said, I think this is a fantastic date. I Shut know. Up. This was not what I was I, expecting. I, no, I, I wasn't either. I said to myself, you know what? This is fun. They're having beers in between. Um, they're doing the oysters. You know, they're 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 dressed in the tutus. They got the the outfits. I watched Dutton and and I think the women at home, they put that on a list of something that they've been making for a while. Like Every woman I've ever dated, yeah. they have like a list. They have a list of restaurants they want to go to. They have a list of places they want to yeah, list, 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 list of dudes they've given nicknames to, list of guys that made them come, list of guys that haven't made them come. <laughs> you know, they got every woman's got these like huge <laughs> lists. And I do think this running date was put onto a magical list of magical dates they'd like to do with a magical guy at some point in their magical future. Because I, I looked at it and I went, Good idea for a trip to New Orleans, even though I don't think my my I would need to do that first thing in the morning with nothing in my stomach because absolutely right. New Orleans to me, anytime I've gone to New Orleans, I've spent 30 percent of the trip on the toilet. 
Like they're not. There we go. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the problem with this date. I would need to be really. We would have had to have shit in front of one another and had an uncomfortable conversation like before detox. ever doing this. <laughs> day. We need to. We, right. This date has to happen on day one of my New Orleans trip. It can't happen on day three. No, because New Orleans, I've I've said like the city of New Orleans might be anti-Semitic because all of their foods. <laughs> All of their foods are like sugar based, cream based, and it's like all things that like my Jewish tummy just cannot handle. Like I've been there and just had miserable experiences bathroom wise, but have had a good time. Can't wait. Um, you haven't been in New Orleans, but you've sold me. <laughs> yeah, don't put me on the tourism bureau. Um, I'm just saying, K, go, but bring your tums, okay? Pack your tums. No, you're right. This is a cute date. And I think like getting to know somebody, it's an activity where it's not just like you're sitting across from each other at a bar. This, I feel right. like this would be a weird, good first date. Really? See, first date, I would just need, I agree with you. It just, it would have to be morning pre-eating anything. And I, the night before, like Again, I had like, right, yeah. Right. Like the night before I would have to have like one morsel of like, you like like wheat bread, fibrous right. wheat bread, just to make sure <laughs> I, I like woke fade. up and took a nice BM, you know, like <laughs> it's bad. You know, you have stomach issues if you see a date like this and you're like, OK, I could do this, but it would have to be but... lots of preparation. Yeah, <laughs> there's prep involved. <laughs> Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. So then we go to the two-on-one, which is like, you know, again, like you said, these are always like the... Mono a mano, you know, like they're supposed yeah. to be like kind of like a and it really didn't have that. It wasn't like the boxing match we're waiting for. And again, it was a fun day. You know, they go on the the long limo ride where it's supposed to be awkward, but it really wasn't it's that awkward. awkward. These guys don't have not, no beef. There's they should have done mm. this much earlier. If they wanted to do a two on one, they should have done this much earlier. Did it with Brayden and Aaron B. Made him right. like fight it out because now at this point, again, this is why I think this was just like a throwing Tanner and Sean a bone because they're like, oh, yeah, shit. OK, everybody's going on their second one on one dates at this point. These guys have not had a one on one. Let's give them something. Right. And I do think they wanted to get Sean on camera because I think Sean's embarrassing. Like he his <laughs> look is embarrassing. <laughs> he 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 his whole perspective perspective on everything he's 25 which i forget right. because 
Braden was like our young guy and Braden kind of took over, you know, took all the oxygen out of the room. But Sean has never had a one-on-one, right? He's never had a one-on-one. You, we've mentioned He only this. had, he won the Barbie competition. So he right. had time with her after, but it was not a one-on-one date. Right. So his level of immaturity is like really shown here. Like for him to be like, I... For Sean to, like, believe that he could bring her home to meet his family, like, is kind of cr- comparatively of the other men who have had, like, these real experiences. It felt yeah. very 25. It felt very immature. It felt very, I've never been in a serious relationship. It felt, it just felt off. And then his, like, the way he talked about it in in comparison to the reality of his situation with charity. And you're like, wait a minute, this guy's out of his mind. He actually, to right. me, he was out. He was, like, crazy to me. Yeah, it did not seem uh, it, it was like a very unhinged thought that he thought he was going to um, yeah, bring her home to his family. It was delusional. In what it, world? It, and the way he talks about her, you're like, you've never hung out. You had no. one day by the water. Like, that's it. Like, and, and you know, he has a kiss with her, which is like kind of weird and like a little bit like off. Uh, there's the gator guy who was fantastic. I mean, that guy. Oh, yeah. The gator just, guy. Amazing. The ga- the gator guy wanted to make so many threesome jokes. You could just see like he's like he he looked like he was like the king of uncomfortable jokes that he they had to cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not getting but, a stand up special anytime. soon. No, 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 no. He just looked like he was going to make awful like it just. And he's like, oh, you know, like, he, he, what did he say? He said something about the gate. He's like, what, he's like a lot of lot of male gators and one female gator over there. Like, he's like making like a lot of like Seems, references to like <laughs> yeah, to the whole show. He's like, even at the beginning, he was like, so two of you are dating the same girl. That's not going to work out. And we're like, right. Like, right. <laughs> he was seemingly obsessed with an angle that was going to go in a bad direction. Yeah. You know, like, it was strange. And, it was strange. And then she gives the rose to nobody. And it's like, at that point, you go, I, I, again, my eye roll goes to charity because it's like, you're in control here. Like, you, are you going to introduce them to your parents? Charity. Like, like, let's be for real. Like, you know, you're and, not. We know you're not. We're watching at home right. knowing this isn't going to happen. Right. And you go, well, what, I, like, eliminate them both, make it a decision between. If you're going to give a rose to Xavier and Aaron or not, mm-hmm. like that would be a worthwhile talk. Right. You know, she could have done that. Go on the next date with both Xavier and Aaron. You know what I mean? Like, but I, it just didn't make sense to me. No, not at all. I, I, I hated that two on one date. This like, um, I was really yeah, let I down because I love the two on ones. Those are usually my favorite dates. We haven't had one. Right. And this one was just. I don't know, bummer. Yeah, we wanted the drama, and I went out. We went out of order. I went out of order. Um, it's all good. We we went out. I, that was my bad. Because um, then we had the Dotton date, which was great. It was fantastic. Ends with him talking about fear of failure and like all that stuff. But it just felt like again, very much like Joey's date. Felt like two people that were like, "Oh, we're six months in." You know. Yeah, I mean, D- Dotton said, "I'm falling in love with you." Yes. Like. There it is. And oh, and going back to the Sean, speaking of that, so Don said, I'm falling in love with you. Like, and she, obviously she's over the moon. Sean said to her when he, okay, we're getting to it now. So, na- Sean so goes now, to yeah. The room. 
So Sean goes to her room. Yeah, yeah. This is what, so Dotton's date. Great. I'm falling for you. We kind of expected that. They have a great time. Then we have Sean, who's like pacing and Sean looking very much like I need to call my dad the lawyer to sue someone. <laughs> like, didn't he just have that look? Like he's in these weird tortoiseshell glasses. All of a sudden, he's in like he looked like the the husband in a rom-com that was like the bad guy in the movie yes like 100 you know it's such an accurate description of what's happening because that's what he, i mean that's who he is has to right be. when is charity coming home and she's like off with Dotton and joey having these amazing dates and he's like waiting at the mansion you know like i got we have to have a talk and you're like Dude, you just it, it it also like again, he seemed immature and young in this scenario because you're like he's like I got to get an answer. Goes to her room and it's like okay, I I understand you're going to you are I mean, you're promised an answer. So what's to go to your room her room? Yeah, for? why do we but need I, to go now? And this is this is the problem and we talk about this every season. Like the number one rule on for a bachelor bachelorette show is do not approach on the off hours. If the office hours right. aren't open, do not show up to the room <laughs> right. because you will always, not always, but like 90% of the time you're going home. Cause they're going right. to have, they're going to have to be like, all right, well, if you're not going to wait until we at least get to the rose ceremony and you're putting me on the spot, cause that's what you're doing. You're putting her on the spot and being like, right. make a decision. So Absolutely. she makes her decision. And here's the thing. I actually was thinking the whole time I'm watching this going, is he trying to become the next Bachelor? Like, is he delusional As enough if. to think that this... Because I think he thought in my... This is my... Watching it, I was like, does he think us as an audience... I don't know if he's that smart or calculated, but does he think us as an audience are sitting there being like, oh, poor Sean? Because I had... Not even an ounce of that feeling. Not even an ounce of thinking no. that he was in love or knew what love was or like because in the way he was explaining, it's like, dude, you haven't had a one on one date yet. You had one make out by the sea. You had this two on one, which was kind of awkward that ended with no one getting a rose. So right. she has never chosen you. So your emotions could never get that far ahead of you to be like kind of left at the corner, you know, like high and dry. It so didn't make to any me, sense. I was like, Right. I was like, he's either miscalculating how much charity likes him or he's miscalculating how much we as an we audience like are going to see this as right. We like him because I, <laughs> I kept thinking, I was like, I don't think he realizes like no, like no one was like, no, Sean, don't go. We we're all just like, all right, well, get out of here. You know, <laughs> like well, I have no need to see him again ever on this franchise there's no you know that that drive away when you're like oh my god i really do think yeah. this guy was like this was upsetting for him i didn't buy it at all no and it was and i knew that this was a whole ploy to try to get her to make a decision to make him stay or whatever because mm. when he said to her in the room he was like you know i'm I begin, I begin the process of falling in love with you right yeah, yeah he said it very spe very it was specific very, yeah. i was like the process what what stage is that because we have the 
I'm falling for you. I'm right. falling in love with you. I'm in love. Like, what's where's the process when of that he, before? When he said it like that, that was where I was like, oh, this guy's trying to be the bachelor. Like when he made, so made a very specific. It was weird because when he made a specific language decision, you go, OK, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm beginning the process of maybe understanding of us to calculating uh, the love of an idea of you and me. It's like, dude, how many words can you put in that sentence to make it not true? See, this is why I can't be the bachelorette, because if some guy was like, I'm beginning the process, I'm like, the fuck is that? <laughs> you're getting the machine going. You're trying to crank up the dials to be able to make love go. What are you talking like, about? Like, this yeah. would no longer be an ABC show. You'd have to put this on Max with, like, my react. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? The process. Get out of here. Right. Like, like he had a machine that took a day to get going. Like that was what he, uh, I'm beginning the process of making this beer. You know, I got to get the. Yeah. We're uh, our fi- uh, we're um, starting our initial descent into Los Angeles. <laughs> right. We'll be there in a half hour. Yeah. No. <laughs> off. Uh, so then we have the group date, which was crazy. The group date felt like, I, again, we're, I was like another date. Like we're doing more. Right. And, and for what? Right. I, what did they even do on this group date? I don't even remember. Did they do anything? I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I, uh, these, I, I don't remember what they did on this. Right. Well, then Tanner Actually, has I don't a con- remember. I have no memory of what they did. I, I, uh, that's, I, we're sorry. This is bad podcasting, but this is a bad group date as well. <laughs> <laughs> because Tanner even says to her, I've never had a they they have a conversation where Tanner literally says, I've never had a one on one day with you and you might meet my parents. The minute you have that conversation is the minute you go, hey, put out your hand to shake her hand and you go, it was nice to meet you. Good luck with everything. We like that's, go. that's the only normal next move. The the, the real. It, yeah, it was. And, and, you know, she sent him, and then she sent him home at the end of that. But like. Right. But still, like, dude, you have to want to go home, too. You know, you have to have some like, I, I don't know. It's a red flag from Tanner to me, as nice yeah. as he seems. So Xavier does. He is open. Xavier does seem to be taking on the role of like bad boy in a certain sense. I wasn't expecting this out of like the conversation that they have. I was not expecting like were you expecting him to be like you know he talks about marriage and how he doesn't know if that's like committing himself to one person for his entire life like what did you think about that right i i I mean he's not it's not the craziest thing i've ever heard i mean i no, i am xavier at a certain point you know i am thinking those things as well the crazy part to me was like if you're her and you want marriage and he's like saying these things and you're you're basically like it seems as though Xavier and her and they said it like they have a chemistry that they can't explain, which is usually a sexual chemistry. Yeah. I think they're into each other. The kissing I think is bad. The kissing is bad. You hate the kissing. Yeah. I yeah, hate yeah. But they watching see, them kiss. <laughs> but it's they bad. see they even said. Yeah. Even through their bad kissing, they do say like and you go. And it's like this one of these things in dating where you're like, they're wrong for me, but 
I'm going to keep it going, you know, like, and it <laughs> yeah. seems that's what's going on. But I'm even then you go, he's telling you, he's screaming at you. Don't keep me. I'm not going to be that guy. I don't know if I can propose. Like, also, just like, I I love that he has all of these, like, hobbies and this and that. And he definitely is, like, a keeper. But the he's so boring. Like, his face is yeah, just, like, he doesn't animate at all. Right. At all. And it's so lame. It's tough. On, it's tough on camera. I mean, Aaron gets the rose and we haven't even talked about Aaron enough. Aaron is kind of like Aaron sounds like he's reading a bad script. <laughs> like just like it sounds like he's saying all the right things, but he doesn't mean it. I don't know. It's just Aaron's a little bizarre to me. Too. It feels like plotted. It does, and he was mad yeah. this whole date. Like he was irritated that he wasn't getting these initial one on ones. This right. entire episode. He's from because, there. So he says he's from there. So he was like, New Orleans is home, but he lives in San Diego. But I guess they're going to Texas to see his family. It's like. None of it makes sense. No. None of <laughs> the, the drama of him being like, I can't believe I'm not showing her around my hometown. It's like, but I thought we were going to Texas. Yeah, it right. Says San well, Diego well, under your name. <laughs> I don't. Right. And also, maybe they moved at some point, but fine. But like, at what point during the like everyone does this hometown pride thing you've never mentioned until we got there. It's like so it's like again like it, it, it also it's him where he says yeah. a lot of things that it sounds like he's supposed to be saying. So mm -hmm. it's why we don't trust it. Like I think I'm with you where it's like I don't know this guy who's kind of performative all of a sudden has this weird dramatic connection to New Orleans. And then he's convinced the other men like the other men are like I can't believe Aaron didn't get a one on one. He's from here. It's like. Okay. Did I don't Charity give a know he was from there? Like, <laughs> right. I don't get it. So, so Charity goes to Tanner's room and lets him down. She goes to Xavier's room, gives him the rose, even after saying, "I don't have to give. I can just not." Which I was like, "Then, then, then not. You shouldn't." And now we're down to our final four: Joey, Dutton, Aaron B, and Xavier. But um, to me, this was weird because so we just didn't get a rose ceremony. She just right. like handed them out privately, which is surprising, I guess. Right. I guess I it was surprising. I guess I understood it because of these extra dates. Like you're mm. just like, OK, let me let me not make you put on the suit and do the whole thing. And right. It did make. I Yeah. And then we lose Sean and Tanner. So. Which we knew from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we. it was a long way to get hit by a train. Like, it was like a slow-moving train hitting us. I know. So, let's go to our weekly categories. It's time for us to, to discuss the red flag of the week, brought to you by Apothic Wines. Walking down the red aisle without a plan can be daunting, but choosing the right, uh, but choosing the right wine to pair... But choosing the right wine to pair with your bachelorette viewing party doesn't have to be. Apothic... Reds, del I'm. No, it's really start. hard. <laughs> it's a lot of words. Now it's time for us to discuss the red flag of the week brought to you by Apothic Wine. Walking down the aisle without a plan can be daunting, but choosing the right wine to pair with your bachelorette viewing party doesn't have to be. Apothic Reds, delicious flavor and smooth finish ranks it America's number one red blend. Apothic Red is the perfect wine for your next batch night because bring it to the party shows everyone that you're here for the right reasons. But we can't say the same about all of our contestants after this week's Bachelorette episode. So, Jared, are you ready to discuss our biggest red flags of the week? 
absolutely. I got to go. Mine was Tanner not getting a one-on-one and staying. Like, when the minute you go, you're on the group date, Tanner, like, okay, so you expect, like, the two-on-one doesn't work out. I go, listen, it's time for me to go. I can't envision bringing you home to my family and then getting engaged. I, I, I don't even know anything about you. We haven't had any special. What am I going to say to my parents? Oh, when did you guys re- like? Because they do have that moment where the parents are like, "When did you realize?" And it's like, "Oh, when I was on a date with four other men." You know, like what would they even say? That was when I knew. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like it's weird of him. I think that's a you know it's weird of him. You know, uh, and and I guess from Charity's perspective, she's like, "It ain't my parents yet." So you go, right. okay, like I can understand where Charity's like, oh, "This is your problem, not mine." So, I, but it's like. Someone has to take personal, like, uh, responsibility for their own feelings and their own... Like, you're not coming to see my parents if we've only, you know, hung out on a gator boat with in a group. Yeah. No, no, no. This this is crazy. My uh, red flag is sort of like yours, but on the other side of it. To me, the red flag um, is with Charity and her not being able to choose... Um, anyone for the two on one or send them both home. Like, like, how is she not able to make these decisions at like, right? Like we ended up sending them home regardless at the end in the end anyways. But it's like, how did you not? How were you not able to make that decision in the moment? Which would make yeah, me even, nervous Um, mm-hmm. being one of the guys that are going to hometowns. Like, what if she did? You know what I mean? It's like, how does she right. not how know about- and, and more than this? how much does this hometown meeting mean to her? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not much, you know, like, you know, to us watching at home, Joey and Dutton's hometown means more than the other hometowns. Like, does she see it that way or no? You know? Yeah. How big, is, how big of a, of a deal is it for you to introduce a girl to your parents? It's not that, you know, when I was younger, it wasn't the biggest deal. And now it's more of a deal. Yeah. um, Because I've learned from the mistake of just being like, yeah, I like my parents. Like, I think for guys especially, um, there's not as much social shit. Mm. So it's like, you know, like, I'm not, you know, in my 20s, I wasn't asked every day, who are you seeing? Are you going to, have you found someone? You know, like, and then... If it ended, it would just be like, yeah, we ended. And my parents would be like, oh, and forget about it. Like, it wouldn't be, like, brought up at every dinner party, you know, whatever. Sure. And I'm not saying everyone deals with that, but I do think, like, generally, like, I don't get as much questions as maybe a lot of the women I don't either. Right. So it's... So to me, I go, oh, you just met people I like, you know, that, like, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But I... But again, now I know how big of a deal it is to other people. Like, that's the other thing. Like, Charity kind of has to understand this could be the biggest thing they've ever done in their lives, you know? <laughs> Which is a red flag in itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. How do you feel? You, so you don't, you don't mind oh. bringing home Oh, yeah. Home. Like, with, with um, sorry, with, yeah, with bringing people home to my parents, like, I feel like I introduce everybody to my parents. So... It, <laughs> To me, it's not that big of a deal. And uh, again, like I never got any questions about like, when are we meeting him? Are you going to find somebody? My parents right. don't ask me that. Like maybe they just have accepted <laughs> my fate. 
Maybe right. that's what it is. I don't know. But they they are like, yeah, we'll meet whoever. Like, if you like them, we like them. If it lasts sure. long, great. If it doesn't, on to the next or whatever. They don't have right. any, like, specific... Um, they're not putting, you know, money behind my relationship and hoping it works out. So <laughs> they're just like, do you? Which I kind of love. Which is great, but... You know, I think those people at home that might have a different like meeting their parents will be like, I ain't dealing with this if it doesn't work out. You know, oh, like yeah. I'd have, we're creating something that I don't want to have to deal with later on. You know, exactly. Yeah. That's it for this week's Red Flag of the Week presented by Apothic Wine. Their red blend is delicious, smooth, easy to sip so everyone can enjoy a glass during the rose ceremony. With nodes of dark red fruit, vanilla, and smooth mocha, it's the perfect wine for catching up on your favorite shows like The Bachelorette. Showing up to your watch party without a bottle is the ultimate red flag, so don't let the drama unfold without pouring a glass for yourself and your friends. And you can get $5 off your first Apothic wine order on Drizzly with the code APOTHIC5. If you're not into red, no worries. Apothic has a whole portfolio of delicious flavors that riff off your classic blends. That's A-P-O-T-H-I-C-5 on Drizzly for $5 off your order. And you love uh, Apothic. You, you, I do. I have, you drink it with the, with the show. I drink it with the show. I really do. I love the red wine. I'm a red wine girly. Like in the evenings, like that know. is my favorite thing. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, let's play a would you rather, okay? Yeah. Okay, I I wrote the I wrote the first one on here, so yeah. would you rather be on a 2 on 1 and uh no one get a rose or be the one who gets sent home? I want to be sent. I want the, I want answers on the 2 on 1. I guess I'm more like Sean than I want to admit. I want okay. I want to go on the 2 on 1 and have it be like you were chosen or you were not. Like Mm-hmm. You leave the two on one and you like us the same or you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, what about this is sexy for me? You know, right. like you want to win. Yeah, it's kind of like a buzzkill. It's like, right. All right. Then you don't like me enough in general, period. Mm hmm. Is what it is. I, I, yeah. That's, I would that's do the, the same. Thing. I think I want to be sent home. Right. Everything's meh. Everything. Like what? Uh, you know, like. How, again is that gonna be part of your story like oh we got married uh oh really what was your third date like well we were on a date with another guy and i kind of liked them both the same like none of this works no i'd be annoyed <laughs> so, so i had meet someone's parents after having to go on multiple dates to make sure they want to introduce you to their parents so i guess i'm wondering tanner's situation would you meet someone's parents after going on one date and then them going, well, let me see and make sure. And I got to go like if someone said to you like, hey, I want you to meet my parents, but we got to go on another date to do it. Would you go on that second date? Probably mainly because yeah. I would want the I like the challenge of like, all right, I'm going to show him <laughs> that he wants right. me to meet his parents. But I don't think it would be like a healthy decision. I think I would be like, I think right. in my 
head, I would be like, don't go on this date. Or no. Right. Maybe it's my, the heart is saying, don't go on this date. My <laughs> head is like, let's see if you can actually do this. Like challenge accepted. Right. I'm not sure if it's head or heart. I don't know which one. It, uh, I, whatever it They're is, both you're right. It, at it, this point. Right. It's, it is unhealthy to go. Like, I do think Tanner is more out of his mind than to go on that group date. Like, I think it's like actually more normal for Sean to go. Give me an answer. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Then it is for Tanner to just go with the flow. It's like, dude, this ain't this ain't your your show. You're done. This isn't happening. Right. I had another would you rather, but it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I was like, would you rather oysters or beer during your running date? What would you want? Okay. So of they're the, both aggressive decisions. I mean, slurping an oyster and then running 5K is like crazy. Like. Even just I having the cocktail sauce on your breath would dis- would make me want to puke during the run. I guess I would stick to beer, but what do you think? I, I think I would do the oyster because to me, the beer would be really heavy and beer right. kind of makes me a little tired. Mm. So, See, and I'm barely getting to the 5K as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather them giving out tequila shots along the 5K. Ooh. Like that would be better for me. Vodka and we're in and you've got, you have a deal. <laughs> Green tea shots along yeah. the way. <laughs> Just like a normal vodka shot, like a Tito's. Yeah. You have a deal. I'm not a tequila shot girl. Oof. Oh my okay. God. I got the chills thinking about it. <laughs> Top three men. Um, I mean, I think it's uh Dotton, Aaron B and Joey. I, I think Xavier's going to bow out. I think he's going to send with, himself home. You think so? I, I'm with you. I think. I, th- I wrote Dot and Joey and any man who says they like charity. Like, she would have brought anyone that liked her. Yeah. Fuck. I can't believe we're already here. <laughs> I just can't, I can't. It's crazy. <laughs> well, it's almost like they added the Golden Bachelor, and they're like, we can just make those two shorter seasons and do a longer season for The Bachelor. Like, yeah. Maybe the Golden Bachelor will be very similar. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, IG, IG Rising, Rising Star. Star. I said... Um, Charity, she's been this not necessarily because of the episode, but mm. she's been pretty chatty on the internet about her season really? or just like making TikToks, you know, with her brother. Like she did one where she kind of dissed Brayden. And then on threads the other day, I screenshotted it just in case. She mm. put, she like threaded or posted and said, I miss my man, period. And I was like, so Ooh, there's a man. So there's a guy out there. There's so a man. So there's a man. Which, not a spoiler, but like we're assuming, at, uh, we assume right. each season like they end up with someone. So it's not like a spoiler. So, but yeah, she was like, I miss my man. And so I'm thinking people are seeing these little like nuggets and they're like, ooh, I want to follow and see what's going on. I want more charity. On. Yeah. I, I, listen, charity, she's great. She's been fun. It's been a fun season. I had the city of New Orleans. I think this was as good a as good a representation of New Orleans and what you could find in like a weekend of fun that like you could do. What it did was it made New Orleans less. When I, when you saw the six guys together, I was like, "That's a bachelor party, bunch of idiots who would oh, ever yeah. want to go there." When I saw the run with her, I was like, "Oh, some women at again." It was put on a list. 
Mm-hmm. Girls weekends were were being assembled. I thought this was a good look for New Orleans. You're right. I'm dying I to go to New Mardi Orleans- Gras. I'm dying to go. Oh I really want to go. I bet it's like crazy, though. I don't know if I have like I don't love like a massive crowd. Oh, like I'm on the I mean- no, I like I like being on the outskirts. Like I want to like a view mm-hmm. or like a, a VIP section. Right. I, I listen. There's most people say Jazz Fest is a really good time to go. Oh, yeah. I have heard Jazz Fest is good. That's one of those things that people like to do. Um, okay. Villain of the week. Did you have a villain? I did and didn't. I think I, I think I'm just like really bummed out. I'm going to go. You have this as well. You said charity, but I think I'm going to go yeah. with you on this. I'm just really bummed out about the two on one. That is those are my favorite right. dates. And it just like that was a letdown and it could have been so much better. Right. I, I I'm with you that two on one was not really much for us. But I a charity I had as the villain because it's like, come on, send them home. If it's, we it's know, over. you should know. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So that was charity was really the only one from that I could see. Paradise picks. I had Sean, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope he, I, I really, Sean was performative in the similar way to Aaron B, where it's like, I don't really, I have no, like, I want Brayden, you know, more than Sean. Oh, like, yeah. Brayden, Brayden's going to give the the goods. Right. Like, I don't know. I trusted Brayden being his real self on the show. Sean, I didn't really trust that, like, this was all him. There's also no character arc. Sean like the right. the best part about watching the people go from you know bachelor or bachelorette to paradise is seeing like all right if they were good on the bachelor or bachelorette and you love them what kind of mess are we gonna see on paradise right. and then or vice versa what's like Braden was a mess on the bachelorette are we gonna like him on paradise is he gonna be like the one that finds the girl and like mm. we're like rooting them on you know what i mean it's like there's no with sean it's kind of i think just indifferent i'm like he could be there or not and i i don't really care he really thought we cared more about him than we did 100 percent. like <laughs> which annoyed me and you had paradise <laughs> pick tanner i said oh yeah i said tanner just because i feel like he could i he has he's someone that i feel like we could see more of like mm-hmm. I don't know I think he'd be a good um neutral addition to the beach like not an original cast member but somebody mm-hmm. who they would brought on later as like a bombshell or whatever you want to call them I'm with you I think he'd be fun on paradise and seems like a likable guy to like he'd talk with everybody so you'd get yeah. information via male female cast members uh-huh. Um, cringe Harrison award. Um, I said, uh, Sean going to charity's room. Like that is truly my biggest ick. Don't go when the office hours aren't open. Like you really just need to wait <laughs> your turn because it always ends right. up poorly. And it did every single time. Yeah. I had charity not being able to send people home. Just like every, like just get, come on, put them in a car. I know it's weird. Put them in, you know, put them on a fan boat. Let them drift off with the alligators. Come on. You know, she we don't genuinely need... seemed upset with like Tanner. She didn't really. I don't think she seemed upset with Sean, but with Tanner, she was like kind of crying. And I'm like, why? I think Tanner's like probably one of those guys where it's like it's a good hand, but you have to fold it. It's not your hand to play. Also, why like, you've was already Tanner played so other upset? hands. 
Why was I, Tanner so I, yeah. upset? That was strange to me. I was he was like, it really hurt. And I'm like, why does it hurt? Because now you're right. off the show. Right. Like, someone you, I, I don't know. That, to me, it's the same as meeting someone at a party and you're hurt that they didn't want to go on a date. Like what? You didn't. You don't you know. You never hung that. out with them. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then who won the week? Uh, Dotton always. I just think he is the prime example of who should be picked. Like he's out of the drama. Dotton's not mm-hmm. in any drama. You, he's never talking shit. He's never like he's like I am mm-hmm. laser visioned on charity, and it just seems so effortless with him. Yeah, I, I had him guy. winning. Love Dotton. Easy breezy. Um, also, the running date. Running on a date. I never thought in my lifetime I would agree with running on a date. And this episode made it look fun, made it look enjoyable. There was an event. There were beers along the way. I never would have thought I would have wanted to do it. But something in me was like, wow. It could be. It, maybe I'll run on a date one day. You know what I just thought about? I thought about the fact that Dotton's like 6'6 and trying to keep up with him on the running date would be my actual nightmare. (laughs) Brutal. I'd be doing five steps for his like two strides. I'd be like, well, he must be doing like tippy toes the whole time. Yeah. He's, he's at a, he's at a brisk walk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did it. We head to hometowns. My favorite episode. I know. So hometowns is next week. And then it's the men tell all. I guess I don't know. I I would assume. Hometowns. I think that's what it is. Um, big news! I'm going mm. to the Mentel All. I'm the going. Do- to you're going to be in the dome of the Adatables. <laughs> I am. What? <laughs> Bury the lead. What? I know. I honestly forgot about it until just now. But yeah. So I'm going. It's they're recording this week. So I'm oh going my- to the dome. And you're going to uh, go in the dome. I know. And I'm going to I'll be chatting with the guys uh, in charity afterwards. So this will be I'm very excited. Amazing. Say hi to everyone for me. I Say will. hi to the undateables. Let them know I'm watching. Uh, this is so exciting. I'm going to be zooming in on your face. I know. You got to make some good facial expressions. We got to see you get angry and happy. We want all of them. You got to get into it. It's like, do I make a sign? You know how they make signs? Make a sign. You got to make a sign. I got to make a sign. Oh, my God. Something about Brayden's earring. Something about I'll wear your dream catcher, Brayden. I don't know. The thing is, is that I'm going alone. And so, like, that is the most undateable version to go. Oh, this keeps getting better. So this will be this will be very fun. I'm excited to um, once the episode airs. I'm excited to give you like a little play by play. Yeah, we're gonna get the be- like behind the yeah. What it's like? Can't wait behind the scenes with K York City. Everyone, stay we're doing tuned. It. Go follow K on Instagram. You gotta get the whole <laughs> whatever you can post. I will be watching for you in that I'm crowd. I'm so excited. Yeah. So this yeah. it records this week, but I think next week is hometowns, and then they do. Um, then they'll air the Mentel all. Love it. What a, all right. what a tease. I so. know. I'm, I'm very excited. Between Netflix and, uh, and right. Mentel all, we're, we're nailing it this week. We, we've made it. <laughs> all right. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor, on Twitter or 
on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can also follow us on Threads. I'm at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.